Let us begin. Big truck. Sam and Just a couple of critics. <laughs> <laughs> people who aren't even in the business. Movies. Music. TV. Could you flush it in the toilet? Couple of critics. Couple of critics. Couple of critics. Welcome to the podcast, friends and family, fans, enemies, frenemies. Uh, trick-or-treaters, beef eaters. We're way past that. Oh, yeah. I hope everyone had a good Halloween, by the way. <laughs> I agree. A little peek behind the window. It hasn't happened yet. Not for us, but Not it has for, for you. For, for you, we're halfway to Thanksgiving. I wanted to go like this. We're halfway to hell. Bam, bam. You ever told how everyone in the world out here how much you love ACDC? And should I be saying this so that someone can finally bring ACDC for you to review? Well, in okay, so I'm not a fan. There's never been a song that I've enjoyed. <laughs> However, I saw something online. I remember bringing this up to you, and it was Metallica versus ACDC. Which sure. one's better? Yeah, and you notoriously hate both. I couldn't. I honestly, I would have to listen to some ACDC. To really know, I guess. Because I've never liked anything I've heard on the radio. But I've also never liked anything I've heard on the radio for Metallica. And we did listen to an album and I didn't enjoy and that didn't either. didn't like that either. No, so. it's not for me. You got a little bit of a deep dive into the Metallica and it didn't do anything for you. A little bit. But <laughs> yeah, I think I could uh, I think I could maybe handle some ACDC. Just to see if I if I know. But I'm going to sing a couple right now. I'm going to see if you well, know. Well, you already kind of did, but yeah. So you know, obviously. Ha! I'm TNT. Okay. I'm Dino What about uh? Well, I'm back in black. Of course, <laughs> everyone knows that. What about dirty deeds and the dun? You don't like that song. Dirty yeah, deeds and the I like dun, that song. Isn't that another one of those like? Oh, yeah. Oh, what about this one? And we've got the biggest balls of the ball. See, <laughs> this is why I think for humor's sake, I would almost have to side with ACDC. <laughs> they do have a song about having the biggest balls when, of them all. I don't, it's not even about that, but it's the sound. It's goofy to me. Oh, it's it's way goofier sounding, although it's being serious at most of the time. But, yeah, but, but it's way goofier but I than think that I get the feeling from James Hetfield that it's more like, I'm trying to be tough. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Especially early. Like, because he used to scream. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> yeah, <he> was, <laughs> that was my James Hetfield impression. Oh. Yeah. By the way, welcome to a couple of critics' podcasts. Oh, I'm Michelle. Hi. I'm sorry I interrupted you. I'm Sam. That was, I'm bad. No, it's I'm bad at this. It's uh, okay. We're all bad at this. That's why we're here to, you know, preface everything after we welcome you by saying we are a review podcast, but this is mostly opinion based, not fact based. If you are here for facts, get the fuck out of here. You can also just look it up on uh, whatever you want. I'm sure you have a cell phone. How else are you listening to us? Right. We're so, not here for facts. We're here for. We'll chit-chat a little bit about things Anic- that we read. but Anecdotes and opinions. That's yeah. what this is. It's mostly about how it makes us feel. Absolutely. And what time it takes us back to in our minds. Yeah. Because that's what's going to happen 
on this album that we have today. For you. For me, for sure. But I'm also going to bring up some people that might bring up a past for you. Okay. Because they were also fans of the band. Definitely this album, at least. Cold Chamber? When it came out. Yes. Cold Chamber by Cold Chamber is what we were doing. Excuse me, I'm clearing my throat. I've got this weird, like, I feel like i got to swallow all the time thing going on. Do you think that's acid reflux? I can't answer that for you. I am not a doctor. <clears throat> but I do see that they are an L.A. band. I wasn't aware of that. Uh, Sure, yeah. And it says here, according to the Wikipedia's... Yeah, this is what we mean by we don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, we're I'm just this all on Wikipedia. I'm just reading it to me. I mean, I'm reading it to me and to you, <laughs> and to you and thanks whomever. Uh, but I, I'm learning this apparently, whatever that means, with you. But I do want to mention that it says here that the new metal band Cold Chamber is for, it's two main people, two main guys, I guess, who had created the band a year before. She's in pain. I'm surprised you didn't know that. What the hell did you just say to me? The two who started this band started a band a year before this. Okay. Called She's in Pain. She's in Pain. Yes. And I thought you might know this, but I guess you know nothing about this. I know nothing about this band. I know nothing about Cold Chamber. I thought I'd maybe look into it a little bit because I don't know anything about them. Nah. I didn't know it was two main guys. I thought it says Cold Chamber was an American new metal band formed by Des Fafara and Meigs Rascon in Los Angeles, California in 1993. Prior to Cold Chamber, the two had also created the band She's in Pain. She's in Pain. <laughs> in 1992, Cold Chamber disbanded in 2003 after 10 years together and then reunited from 2011 to 2016. I will not read anymore, but that's uh, what it says. I remember when they got back together. Okay. So it says. When I look up Des Cheese and Pain. I was really hoping to find some sort of demo, and it did not exist. So. So. Boo on that. You uh, have mentioned have mentioned previously, and as I see right here, Associated Acts Devil Driver. Please in, indulge me. Have you heard me talk about Devil Driver in the past? Yeah, I'm. A, I'm aware that they're also an LA-based heavy metal band. <laughs> Formed is in, that what Wikipedia is telling you? Formed in uh, 2002. I knew this. Okay. I knew metal this. Uh, all right. So here's how this goes. Into Cold Chamber when this album comes out. Quickly get out of Cold Chamber and bands like this. Like the new metal genre, right? Gotcha. So I'm already knew about Dez. Already liked Dez, the lead singer. Uh, we fast forward through time. Kent's says to me, Kent Goldsmith says to me, hey, Des is coming out with a new band called Devil Driver. <clears throat> and Devil Driver was uh, more like a... Heavy metal? Heavy metal, Versus yeah, new yeah. metal? Speed metal. Have we discussed this before? Tinges of black metal. I don't... I feel like I'm having some sort of a deja vu. The band Devil Driver? Have we discussed this before? I don't know. Cold Chamber? Has this ever been talked about? I don't know. I've never noticed your nose from this angle before. It looks brand new to me. What do you mean it looks brand new? Does it look big? Is that what you're saying? It looks different. I think you're saying it looks big. I think it looks different. It looks big from every angle. Let's be real. <laughs> 
<laughs> Just like my fucking face. It looks big from every angle. God damn. All right. So you know what Cold Chamber sounds like. I'm not being mean. I'm just letting you know. I'm not used to that angle. I'm doing a little pre-play here. You you personally know what Cold Chamber sounds like, and probably so does most people listening to this. So does most people. <sighs> Fuck off. I need to point One of these days, I'm going to murder you on camera, and I'm going to put it on YouTube. That's fine. I think it's funny that I point out, your, point out your flaws, and I have so many more. Let's continue. Okay, this is what Devil Driver sounds like. Do you like this? I like this album, yeah. See how it's more like speed metal? Mm-hmm. It's more. It's heavier versus the new metal sound like i can tell the difference so i was into devil driver much more than cold chamber the next album came out because that's from their first album devil driver sounds like a movie title like a horror movie title kind of they got it from like the man who drives the devil they got it from yeah it's like shaman-y kind of stuff or i don't know what word i'm supposed to use but totems that drive the devil away that's what they got the fucking title from but then the second album comes out, I'm kind of into it, and then I fall off. I've seen them in concert like seven times. Is there a religious aspect at all? To Devil Driver? To driving out the devil? I mean, the original concept, but metal bands take religious shit all the time and don't believe it. Okay, well, I didn't know if they talked about that, because some bands will specifically kind of lean into, I don't like this, I was raised with this. He might. He so might I didn't know if it up, because of that chosen name title that that kind of leaned in a specific anti-direction. I'm sure he does, but it's not like his main focus, like Deicide. Deicide, pretty much every song is about either... Impaling babies. Hating Christ, hating God, or loving Satan, or worshiping Satan. That's so dumb. Yeah, it's very dumb, but when you're a rebellious kid, and you find this stuff at first, you're kind of like... That makes sense. And then... You no, kind of look back on it and you go, eh. I mean, yeah, but they were adults doing it. They weren't kids doing it. Yeah, but when they did it, it was scary. When they did it, I mean, it wasn't scary to everyone, but when they did it, it was like a big, oh no, the satanic rise. And parents were legitimately scared that there was like sacrifices going on in the woods of their towns. The big Satan scare. So when these bands originally were doing it like Deicide, it was shocking. Now... It's just not shocking. It's just kind of boring at this point. You know? Yeah, because, I mean, <clears throat> to us now in 2021. Yeah, I'm sure to some people then, you know, more forward-thinking people that are just like, none of this, I don't believe in any of this. Why am I going to fucking... Or there's people that just go, yeah, they're doing it to scare people. We understand. They don't believe it, even though Glenn Benton actually did believe in Satan. But most bands that were like that kind of knew it was an act. The band Venom, they know it was an act. They just knew it would get a rise. And in the 80s, late 80s. Oh, that had nothing to do with the character from the comic book, Venom? No, this band is... It wasn't about snakes either. It was about El Diablo. It was about El Diablo. They had goat heads on their stuff. But anyway, I liked Devil Driver and then I fell off the thing. And then I kind of liked the Cold Chamber album. Where to, Devil? <laughs> Devil driving Miss Daisy? Devil, I asked you a question. Where are we going today, Devil? Today we're going straight to Old Country Buffet. Mm-hmm. 
delicious. We'll get you meatloaf and biscuits mm. and fried chicken too. Ooh, delicious. And, and I don't have to worry me. about dying of a heart attack in hell. No, for me a salad. My sodium intake is too high. I killed the old lady. I crashed the car. <laughs> I was hoping that you were just... Shut up! I'm the devil crying because I killed an old lady. I was hoping you were just sidelining the whole thing because it went into a ditch in general. So I thought you were just no, ending I'm trying it. to pull it out of the ditch right now. I'm trying to pull the dead corpse out of the ditch right now. Oh, you're not going to try and resuscitate anyone? Resuscitate? All right, do you want to get into this goddamn I asked album? you a question and you didn't answer me. I, you're right, I didn't listen to what you said. It's not about resuscitating. Are you going to pull the person out to resuscitate them, or are you just going to pull them out and look at them and be like, you're dead, ha I'm going to pull them out and uh, put my hand over their mouth so they have even more trouble breathing. I'm not going to cover the nose, just the mouth. Okay, well, the nose knows, so. The nose does nose. that work? No. Okay. No, it does not. All right, so I chose Cole Chamber instead, which was the singer originally. This is like when Devil Driver happened, Des looked all like metal, more metal, you know, had long hair and shit. Okay. And Cole Chamber was like mascara. You you seem kind of... And fishnets. Like you're not happy that you chose this. You're like, and I chose this Because I like Cole the Chamber. Devil Driver album more, but I think this Cole Chamber album brings uh, more nostalgia. Okay. And potentially more to talk about. All right, let's do this. Let's do it. The first song is, watch out, it's pretty wacky. Some would say, Loco. <laughs> All right, right off the bat, yeah, it sounds like corn. And I read a thing before that they said, yeah. It was purposeful? No, that they get compared to corn all the time. Well, they understand why, right? Yeah, and then I guess the... The, the Meigs dude said, uh, oh, cool, Corn's a great band. I'll take it. There you go. There are definitely similarities. Sometimes it sounds like they are emulating them completely. And sometimes they don't. I don't think they really sound like them so much. But you notice more with, was it drum tones? I think the bass tone absolutely is a fieldy tone. It's got that real... That real slap sound where you can, like, hear the string hitting the pickup. I don't hate the slap sound, though. No, I don't hate it. And that's actually one thing that Corn uh, did that was kind of like, eh, I'm not mad at it. Yeah, I would I would agree because I think that it has a grungier sound. And it does. And it helps with these bands. New metal bands were more about rhythms going like... Whereas, like, speed metal is about going like... And you want definition. If you're I, just doing like percussive, percussive rhythms, having that slap helps. It kind of like pounds the rhythm home. I definitely would say. I don't. I I definitely enjoy the new metal drum sounds more than just the heavy metal, the speed. Speed metal and death metal, and it has more of like a laid back feel to it. I it think does. stuff like this. They're trying to be. Not hip-hop or R&B. They're trying to be more rhythmic mm-hmm. instead of showing off what they can do on a guitar. Mm-hmm. They're about the song and making the room want to move. This would make me move. 
So this was a single, it says? I think so. I think there was a lot of singles. This was a pretty big hit in my eyes. I remember this album coming out and all the kids that were like me listening to it. Like Cherie, who I was going to bring up. Oh, she was sure. into this stuff. And she dressed like these people, you know? Like putting fishnet things on her fucking arm and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So this came out 97. Yeah, 1997. You Sam! Which is later than I thought. Miyoko, you Sam! Miyoko, you Sam! Miyoko! Miyoko! It's not like you were saying Miyoko. That is what I am oh, saying. okay. You Sam, Miyoko. Uh, this was the only single that charted. On 80 on the UK singles. Interesting. Indeed. It says this was their most successful album. Did they put out a lot of albums? I'm going to look this up. No, it doesn't look like they did. No, just uh, this and chamber One, two, music, right? Three, four, five, six. Oh. Six total albums over the span that up real bad. of their career. Well, they also they had a break and came back. But it looks like when they came back, they only did one album. I didn't even know they did an album when they came back. I thought it was just like a short-lived, we're touring kind of thing. Okay, so that's... I don't know what those albums were because this says the the album that came out in 2015 is the fourth and final studio album. I do not know either. I see Dark Days. Once again, Chamber Music. Oh, that's the best of Cold Chamber. Giving the Devil is Due. Miyoko. This would, this would be a, Miyoko. a heavy moshing with spiked. I'm not trying to talk at all. You can't in the background. I'm just. No, I can't. I physically can't. I'm <laughs> ambient Yoko Ono in the background. It's definitely a Yoko when it stops everything like a fucking train hitting a penny on the goddamn rail. Or a band that's super popular. Please continue. I don't understand. The band train? She was thought to have had a hand in the breakup of the Beatles. Yeah, absolutely she did. She not only had a hand, she went in there with a gun, pointed it right at McCartney's fucking face and said, tell him it's it's over. She didn't do that in private doors. She does that outside of In private doors. She goes behind closed doors, that's what it is, uh-huh. and says... I like that you said in private And gets, doors. like, real Brooklyn about it, and gets in fucking people's faces. Hey, motherfucker! You're breaking up the band. He's mine now. And then McCart was like... <laughs> McCart. McCart. Paul McCartney went, All right! I'll get the band out of here! It sounds like, first of all, that was not the correct accent, even though I don't know much about it. It just didn't sound right to me. Uh, but it's also McCart sounds like, Are you stealing me cart? Like like a shopping cart? Mm-hmm. You're stealing me cart. You're stealing me cart! <laughs> Your British accent is always cockney. It's the only <laughs> thing I can do is garbage. <laughs> Did you just call cockney people garbage? No, isn't it considered to be like a lower class... Um, like, way of speaking. Like, they don't have to speak like that, but it's just kind of, like, more lazy, I guess. I think it's the more working man, like, 
deep into the trenches kind of speak. I'm too tired and working class to open my mouth. By the way, is everybody happy that Michael Kane has decided to retire about, uh, weeks ago? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just got the news that old Michael Kane has decided to retire. Michael Kane. Now, do you believe it? I don't want to retire. He's 88. I'm 88. I can't fucking do it. God damn damn it. I'm 88 years old. I'm Michael Caine. God damn it. I'm tired of working. I'm going to now die on a movie set. Do you believe he's done? Yes, he's 88. Doesn't mean shit. Jack Nicholson hasn't worked in like a decade, and he retired, and no one even realized that. That's because he's got cognitive issues and uh, has like dementia problems. Mm Mm-hmm. I told you about that. Yeah. Michael Caine doesn't. You don't Michael know. Michael Caine's sharp as a whip. You don't know that. Maybe he's on the decline and someone else released that statement for him. Maybe so. Maybe so. Do you want to keep arguing about old British men? <laughs> Most of the time. Yes, I do. <laughs> Let's move on to a little song I call Bradley. We're going to get real emotional and even more into that corn area. Why are we getting emotional? Who is Bradley? I don't know. I don't really know the lyrics, what's going on, but I always took this as like, He's a real big Sublime fan. I don't fucking know what any of these songs mean. Did you hear me say? I I did. I had nothing to say about it. Okay, I didn't know if you wanted to continue talking about how he's potentially just a really big Sublime fan. No one should be a really big Sublime fan. I am. (laughs) You should not be a Sublime fan past the age of 14. Sorry, Jimmy. (laughs) <laughs> and everyone else, I guess. There are a lot of people still fans. There's someone who I'm friends with on Facebook who got rid of her tickets because you have to be vaccinated to go to the show. I also saw someone, I'm not going to say who, but she's a nurse and she's very upset because to even work from home and deal with like insurance stuff, she has to be vaccinated to work for the company. And she's very unhappy and talking about how it's not like like she did all of this for nothing over a vaccine which I just feel like that's interesting like if you work in healthcare it almost seems like you should kind of be more open to those things you would think I would think I don't know you would like trust science and doctors and stuff more if you worked in that field I don't know fucking let them die (laughs) is that bad to say (laughs) not necessarily no (laughs) Because it's not like the super smart people are the ones. And who fucking knows? I'll die, I might die too, and I got the vaccine. I just, I just don't care at this point. If you don't get it, go and die. If you do get it, go and die. Whatever. <laughs> I've got a very poor outlook on most humans anymore. It's just like I said. It's it's interesting to me that someone would just be so like, I am not doing this no matter what. Because some people, I understand, they wanted to, like, wait for a certain amount of time. But so much time has already passed by now. So, I don't know. Uh, There's a lot of people that give a shit what they do, I guess. I I don't know. What? Like, I don't care what goes in my body most of the time. I think a lot of these people usually don't either. So, like, But for this one thing, they do. So, it's just, you know. They They could have even told me, Bill Gates will track me with this. There's a tracking device in here, and I've gone, okay, whatever. <laughs> Fine. No, you wouldn't have. 
you're just talking out of your ass because you don't want to have this conversation. Well, I don't want to have this conversation, but if it's going to stop me from going to concerts, then yeah. And getting into certain buildings and going to see comedy shows and stuff like that, then yeah, Bill Gates can track my fucking asshole. I don't care. I've got nothing to hide and do not care. Watch me, baby. I'm boring. You can watch me sit in this fucking room. Have at it, Billy Gates. I'm filming it anyway to show him no matter what. That's where I come from on an angle. And yeah, I just, I'm not good with actual conversations unless it's like about like uh, pube colors. I'm not even good at that. Okay, so then we'll just talk about pube colors the whole podcast all the time. Do you want to? No. I'm good about talking about music. Nah, I'm not even good about that. Let's just move along. All right. This song is called Oddity. By the way, I haven't brought it up yet. Uh, his voice. We haven't talked about his voice. It's the least corn thing of the corn sound, I think. I would disagree at points. Sometimes it seems like it's a dead-on impression. I think you think more of the... When I think of his voice, I think of that and the... I never think of, like, the whispering and all the just talking. But it happens on I know, this album a lot. I never think of it is what I'm saying. I think of Dez as... So... Uh, okay. You're just so, like... No! And then you're like, oh, I don't even think about it. <laughs> so, like, you just seem so anti. Like, you just want to... You're argumentative. I, I just don't like talking about vaccine stuff. Okay. I didn't say anything opinion-wise other than I just... It seems like people in healthcare would be more likely to do stuff like that. I don't know. That's all. They might be buttholes, though. Just because they're in healthcare, they they're, might be just as hard-headed as everyone else. Or probably are even more. Oh, for sure. Everyone in most every job just, like, thinks they know. Which, I mean, you kind of do to an extent because you do it. But if you're in healthcare, do you know about vaccines or do you just know how to administer the thing that's in the vaccine? I would I would say that. <laughs> because I would say if I want to know something about apples, I'm going to ask a guy who's growing apples. That's all. Uh, I was gonna say. That. I still don't. I don't. I don't hear the corn stuff so much in this song, though. Vocally, even the little whispery things here. It just. Okay. It has that fucking macho. Okay, this is what I want to bring up. His voice. I never noticed how ridiculous it is. It's not like a regular, you know, kind of low. It it's sounds like strained. A, no, it sounds like Molly Hatchet. He sounds like he's going like this. I'm traveling down the road. And I've never noticed it in my life. And later there's a song that's really going to shine it out. And yes, I don't think he's doing a very uh, healthy vocal techniques on this album. Which most metal guys I don't think really did on first albums. To kind of get lessons once they get popular and go on the road and have to do it like 60 days in a row and then they realize on day 6 they can't do it anymore so then they gotta go learn how to do it correctly and then all of a sudden the magic is gone it's a horrible circle and it's happened to many 
I feel Ghost. like my... I don't know. I wouldn't have been able to just identify a Cold Chamber song by its title by hearing the name Cold Chamber. But I don't feel like that Loco song, which was the only actual single, is familiar enough to me. So I'm wondering... There do were actually three singles. It was just Loco was the only one that did anything. Well, I don't know that there are any other songs that sounded actually familiar to me. Um, so a Big Truck would be the one that I would ask if you had heard before, because Big Truck was played a lot, <clears throat> around me at least. Well, and I'm looking at the second album's track list, and none of the songs, other than they apparently covered Shock the Monkey with Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> which is interesting if you want to look that up. Well, we're definitely getting into that eventually. Uh, but Sounds like a It has, but it also has Ozzy. So, what in the world could it be? But yeah, I don't reckon. I don't think I, I. I think I just knew of Cold Chamber from you people who were a fan of the band. I don't think I've ever actually known a Cold Chamber song because I thought that that something would actually seem familiar listening to this, but I don't think anything really uh, did sound familiar to me. Seems to me like Cold Chamber is a bigger band if you're in this world, but maybe not big enough to transcend out of that world. You know, like Corn was big enough that people heard of it. Mm-hmm. Limp Biscuit, Slipknot, Metallica, bands like that, they were big enough to transcend the confinement of the genre. Well, their name got out there. I just don't... Yeah, I don't think that their music was actually strong enough to... Like, if you heard a corn song, you know it's a corn song. It's also because they're a very identifiable sound. Absolutely. They have a very identifiable sound. But there's a lot of people that freaked out when Cold Chamber came back and wanted to go see him. I didn't give a fuck. A lot of people freaked out and wanted to see them? It was a big goddamn deal. Oh, shit. People on the internet or people who you know? Oh, nobody I know. Maybe Kent. Kent likes Devil Driver. I don't know how he feels about Cold Chamber. Seems like he might like a song or two. I'm sure he likes Big Chuck. (laughs) Me, Yoko. I mean, I was telling him we were doing this the other day, and I was making jokes about his voice and going, and Kent was laughing, so he understands. Doesn't mean he doesn't like it. Yeah, there's so much distortion on his vocals on this thing. Every song, they've got that real heavy filter that's does this, so it makes it when he screams. Cone sound? It just sounds like super distorted. All right. I'm screaming in a tunnel. Let's uh, listen to a song that is definitely not about me. It is called Unspoiled. (laughs) Unspoiled. Sounds like taking something that is spoiled and unspoiling it. Once again, definitely not about me. You can't unspoil this rotten tomato. That's what I'm saying. Like, spoiled milk. You can't unspoil milk. Fuck no. This is huge corn sound. I would agree. Very much so. Drum sound, bass sound, even the riff. It sounds like Jonathan Davis would come in there. Oh, and he kind of does. I think he sounds more like him here. But whatever. Almost every band in history has been a ripoff of something. He kind of sounds like the lead singer from Filter. A little bit here and there too. 
But not like this at all. Filter, what songs did they do? We have been through this on the podcast so many Wait, times. Take my picture. Okay. Take my picture. Hey man, nice shot. I will remember. That's why I say, hey man, nice shot. Gotcha. <laughs> There's the uh, hurt boy sound that Jonathan Davis, I think, really pioneered. And then Dez here took notes. I was going to say reveled in completely. I don't. That's one thing, even when I was into this when it was out, I did complain then. I'm tired of the hurt little boy pain thing. I like... It makes sense that a lot of pain breeds artistic expression and creativity. It just seems that once you get to a, a, a spot in your life, you, you should not still be looking behind you. What is wrong? Throat fucking with you? I have such a tickle in my throat. You can get some water, maybe some beer in you. I don't uh, think the beer is going to help. And this is like a time when there's angry white boys all over the place. <laughs> They're still technically everywhere. It is just... Now they have a bigger club to join. <laughs> T2024. God, I wonder how many. It'd be very interesting to see the uh, statistics of dudes that were into like this scene and what way they went musically or as a person like as a teenager at this time in 1997 if you were into this music scene like corn slipknot coal chamber that kind of world okay you are now in your mid-30s you're my age maybe even 40 maybe even 32 depending on when you got into these bands where did you split politically? I would love to see what and happened. Politics and how? Yeah, how did it go from? Because like, you can interpret almost any genre of anything and any art how you want. So did they go from like, obviously anger and uh, hurt feelings? Did they go into the world of like fuck Mexicans? <laughs> or did they go into the world of like we need to fix this? Do you know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. Empathetic. Sensible or. It's funny that you don't like talking about serious things, but you just brought this up. You wonder what people think I'm, politically. I'm a son- <laughs> No, I don't want to know what they think politically. I want the statistics of which way they went. I don't want so to talk to know. them yeah, or but- know what they will think. I just want to know the exact number of how many went which way. Just based on how they think, so you you are interested in knowing. But I, I no, I'd rather someone else figure out what they think and go. Yeah, this one's crazy, and this one thinks like you. I don't mean that specifically. <laughs> I mean the end result would give you that answer. No, the answer is either they are crazy or they think like you. And here's the ones that think like you, the number, and the ones that are off their rocker. Okay. Is that fair to say ones that think like me and then the other ones that are crazy? I think that's. How a lot of people actually think they just don't necessarily admit it. <clears throat> well, you should. It's obviously what everybody's thinking. Mm-hmm. I just think a lot of people don't necessarily say it in such a black and white context. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. This is the song I've mentioned a few times that if you know something by Cold Chamber, it could have possibly been this. 
I don't know why it's called this. I don't know what the song is about. Never known. It's just a fun song. It's called Big Truck. And I don't think it's actually about a big truck. And I wish it would play right now. So what about the song is fun to you? You said it's a fun song. It's the rhythms back in the day. They, like I mentioned earlier, like new metal was kind of more about actual real rhythms instead of technicality and speed. This was a mosh. Go get to it song, you know? Like if a guy was a... It was played at like an eighth grade dance. It, it feels a little more laid back, though. Like, it's not... Maybe it's just because it's not that, like, heavy speed metal that I'm used to hearing. So it's just kind of surprising to me. And you can understand the rhythm, like, you know, when Dying Fetus is going. It's definitely got a hip-hop feel to it as Michelle dances around like a That's, fly girl. I, how would you... Nope. <laughs> uh, I'm just thinking how kids would be dancing at a dance to this. Uh, we didn't. We moshed. <laughs> Remember in eighth grade dances, every once in a while they'd play like corn or Limp Bizkit. Because people were allowed to um, put in suggestions. Yeah. We were those kids doing that. And so Big Truck was definitely on that list. And we would go out and we would run around. And then, yeah, but there would be guys like Dylan Buckley who would... You said his name. You said first and last I'll name. Do a little marker. But he would do things like that on the side. Like there is a section of people that don't know how to like get down to this kind of stuff. So they do do like a hip hop kind of sway the arms back and forth. I remember when we played that show up at Betty's, and Adam O came up to the front and was like, "Now this is real heavy metal." And as he was doing it, he was like. Now this is real heavy metal. Pointing his like, fingers. Yeah. Which was awesome because he was fucking right. It was. But. He was into it. But he's also into uh, like Nickelback and stuff. So That's fine if I touch someone's soul. I was surprised so that he it. would enjoy something that heavy. Considering that I've seen him perform karaoke songs back in the day where he really got into those Nickelback songs. Like, they were much heavier than they were. a real performance as well. Yeah, there's some song by Nickelback where this guy gets, like, shitty because he's putting his hands on a woman or something like that. And it's real, like, in your face. And I remember him doing that song and I was like, yeesh. Didn't he do do this? He would hold the microphone, like, up? Uh Uh-huh, like this. Like this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Big truck. Yeah. Big truck. That's good. That's the dancing. Big truck. I love it. That's what dancing does. I'm going to superimpose some dancing over you on that one. Big truck. Do it with my big dancing chest. Move in. Motion. Move in. Molly Hatchet. <laughs> Traveling down the road and I'm flirting with disaster. It sounds like he's saying, like, moving motion. I think something. he is. Moving motion. motion. Oh, God. Something like that. Whatever it is, I still enjoy that song. Don't really know why it's about a big truck or what the metaphor is, if there is any metaphor. It's just been a song that I've always liked. It is moving motion. I really like those... Dun 
Real good rhythms. Power of the riff. Most of my favorite metal bands out there are Power of the Riff compels oh, me. Power of the Riff. Yes, the Power of the Riff compels me. I used to have stickers that said that. Power of the Riff compels me. Ah, don't throw holy water on me now. I might get a little bit burnt. The Power of the Riff compels me. Okay, we got like a handful of songs left. So let's do one more and let's take a break. This is a That's song. it? Okay. That's not even halfway, Sam. I thought it was. Two more songs right, would be halfway. We have 14 songs All here. Right. I'm pretty sure seven is the halfway point. Doesn't matter. I cut through the second half faster. Why did this faster. happen? I want to know why this happened. I don't know. Because they wanted to have a party? Are you offended by me asking questions? No, because I think this is also a little bit stupid. But this is the greatest example of the Molly Hatchet voice that's about to kick in. Right here. He's just a tough guy. Burn! The roof! The roof! The roof is on fire! So, this is my chance to announce I am starting a Cole Chamber cover band, tribute band. We're only going to do four songs. And I'm the singer. I'm Dez. Or we're going to call me Zed because that's Dez backwards. You like it? Zed? Yeah, you like how the British say Z. It's also Z, Z yeah. yeah. Like Zorro. Oh, this is the real emotional, like... This is the real 1997 sound. Listen to how, like, deranged it is. Yes, yes, yes. I am... I am hurt and I am mad is what it sounds like. <laughs> I'm mad because I'm hurt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. It's like when you stub your toe and you scream in a yelling fashion, not in a I'm in pain fashion. It's like, God damn it! Yeah, like, why am I doing this? It hurts! Just rage instead of pain? Yeah. We've all experienced that, I'm sure. Absolutely. <laughs> I was going to ask, do you think, like, emotional rage always stems from pain? Or do you think there is... Just pure emotional rage. I mean, if it's emotional, it's based off of something. So I guess that's you think rage stems off of something else. Yeah, there's rage is an effect. There's okay. a cause somewhere. I see. I don't that's think what I, I would think. See, I don't think I subscribe to that. You think someone could just? I, I think it can be self-festered. If you just want to be like a. If you're some rich kid who grew up with a happy life and everything's great, your parents are still married, they love you and support you, but you want to be this pained person, I think you can manifest that within you. It can be self-inflicted, but it's coming from pain of some sort, and you're feeling that pain because you're not happy with who you are. It's still kind of the same sort of thing. It just sounds ridiculous. I fear you're correct, but I like to feel that I can just be angry for just being angry. But I don't think it's the case. But it's not real anger. Sure feels like it sometimes. (laughs) But I guess it's from the basis of being hurt by something else that's making me feel the rage. For some reason, you want to be mad. And in that situation... You want oh, to yeah. rage do you, out. Do you ever feel that? Do you ever, like, I just want to be mad? 
I think we all kind of do. I think when something happens and we're in that emotion and we want to feel like justified with our anger, we will almost like stew in it a little bit longer than we need to. And then that's why cooling off really, uh, it makes a big deal. And it's, it, it's also irritating when people think that they should deal with all problems right then and there. Oh, yeah. Sometimes you do need some space before you can talk about it. I When I watch things, I think it's super irritating when someone is just like, I need to walk away for a minute. And then there's like, no, you come back here. Like, we're going to talk this out right now. And it's like, what? Like, when we're no, in the heat, uh, like when we're <laughs> boiling over. I can't because I'm going to call you a dumb fucking cunt. <laughs> exactly. And that doesn't need to happen. So, I, I, yeah, I don't think it's always good to just fester in your anger, even though I think we all kind of maybe do, again, to just justify our emotions and uh, feeling that we're justi- right. Justification. Mm-hmm. That's, I think... And I hate it because I'm so guilty of it. I think that what is what raging actually is. It's the reason I yell, and I think most anyone yells or hits stuff or breaks stuff, is so that someone who is near will go, yes, I understand you are mad. Mm-hmm. That's really all it is, and it's very unfair. And It, it-, it almost feels childish to admit, but I think we all are i mean we have these like animalistic characters (laughs) that we all share just like most animals like to be scratched behind their ears we all just have certain characteristics within our species that just kind of are things just kind of is yeah it's like when a subject maybe is brought up that you're not comfortable speaking about and then you get all weird and you make the podcast all colored weird for a minute there (laughs) At least I admitted it. You did. After you had some time to cool down. Yeah, cool down, baby. <laughs> this actually might be a better time to go to a break just because of that uh, that conversation that we oh, had. Oh, I don't have anything break ready. Oh, so you want to just play the next song? Yeah, I'll just do the next song. Okay, sorry guys. Right. That could have been good. That could have been really good. <laughs> I wish I would have had something break ready. Yeah, you could have just played a previous song. It doesn't I even know, matter. Whatever. I'm you- sorry. I'm sorry, I'm embarrassed now. I'm going to be open. <laughs> Are you embarrassed that that sweatshirt used to be mine? I should be embarrassed that that used to be mine because I can't even come close to fitting in it. But the fact that you like to wear a ladies sweatshirt. It's comfortable. It's so comfortable. I don't know what it is about ladies clothing. It's just more comfortable. I think they make it to be a little softer. I think they really do, too. I think they do, because men are supposed to be tough. I think it, And we're supposed to be soft, and you want to cuddle us. I think it fits well. I just like the way it sits on my torso. And it was ripped to pieces when I gave it to you. And I've just made it worse. Yeah. Like, my whole elbow. It's not very good for staying warm, like... Out in the wind. It's a good mid-season yes, light it's jacket. It's great for inside, mm-hmm. but it's not good for being out in the whipping wind because it just get, finds the one of 78 holes and gets in every single one. And 78 is not an exaggeration on this fucking No, thing. I can see at least 57 from where I'm sitting. I got to say, this song is a snoozer for me. Not a snoozer, but this is like one of the lower end no, I completely agree. I don't think that that feels like there's much happening. But at the same time, it doesn't feel like as much as being put on. Oh, it's a little bit more uh, honest, honest almost. That's interesting because I, I imagine him recording and it seems even more 
schmoo not schmoozed on, put on because he has to be like, I think a lot of these guys, just like a lot of people, we we are not like we are all multi-dimensional. We are not just <laughs> one straight thing all of the time. Like that's not who we are as people. So I think that a lot of our artists have stuff like that in them. But they need to fit into this genre, so they still have to like kind of pep it up like this part and make it sound more like everything else. But God, the emotion in there was strong. Oh, yeah. He, I, uh, it's that, the wine. Stop! And it's specifically keeping in imperfections because it, it you can tell that it's being felt, but it doesn't feel... I don't know. It's still... I feel like stuff like this feels less put on. I feel like when it pumps up, it feels like it's more like, okay, we have to do this. The, uh, yeah, and to, to me... To hit this quota or something. To hit this quota. Every song has to have this heavy, hard side to it. Uh-huh. And there's a lot of albums like that, too. They almost... Other albums, like more thrash metal albums or like power metal, they do it with like, here's the clean guitar section. Now and we sing like I started to remember that it's like here's clean guitar, then heavy, and that's how they kind of did their emotion. Yeah. Whereas his is vocal emotion. You almost appreciate. I would say that I I would appreciate more something like a Black Sabbath album, where they will have just some really soft instrumental track on a you know a harder album sort of situation. Like, and I don't know what the names are, but they have a couple songs that are just kind of, like, floaty-sounding stuff. I think Metallica has one or two songs like that as well. Yeah, like... Where it doesn't, it doesn't sound like it has to fit in with everything else. It's like, this is just... We, we also do this. Yeah, and it's kind of a cliche, too, with those kinds of bands. Like, they... But it didn't start they like had, that, I don't think. When Sabbath was doing it back in the day, I don't think it was a cliche. No, no. It became, like, I'm saying it became a metal cliche. Where it's like, we have two songs on here that we played an uh, acoustic guitar on. But if that's what you really are, then I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Unless yeah, you're just trying not, to... It's not wrong. It just became a formula. It's literally a formula. Yeah, I and mean, that's no good. Because it, it should be genuine. I mean, it is genuine because... You're a fan of those albums, and it informs you that, oh, albums are supposed to have, if I'm into metal, there's at least supposed to be two songs that are on the softer side. But that that you're just expecting something, so it's just like, okay, we have to do our soft songs instead of it being, we also do soft songs. That's just the way it, it is in metal. It does not sound like the same thing to me. In metal, it seems to me that you are a heavy band that occasionally gets to play an acoustic guitar, and we allow it. I can't think of any band that's like, oh, sometimes we're heavy and sometimes we're not. And then, ah, I'm freeze. They're all over the place for sure. There you go. That would be the biggest, the best example I can think of. I can't think of any band Um, Like Pink Floyd. Yeah, but they don't get fucking heavy. No, but I think that they were... They get heavy, man. They weren't afraid to do... Di- I don't know. No, they, were afraid, they weren't afraid to get dark. I would they, say that. I, yeah, dark with like... Even... What's that? Another Brick in the Wall. That was technically a pretty fucking dark yeah, song. Sure. Versus Money, which is jolly sounding. <laughs> you think so? It is kind of, isn't it? I think so. Ding! 
That okay. is wild. Awesome. I know people have talked about lining the is it the wall up with the uh, was it a vase? But when you actually because you can find it, people have done it and lined oh. it up for you online, and. When you actually see those parts happen, it's fucking wild. I think money is a big one that you're like, holy shit. Like it, everything just hits on so much. I, I don't, I've not done my research on that. And now that I know I could probably find oh, it's the on instances YouTube. on YouTube much easier because I remember my aunt Pam trying to set it up in the front room and it failed miserably because we had like the wrong album pressing oh, yeah. and like the wrong version of Wizard of Oz. So none of it fucking worked, I think. Yeah, you can. Unless find you it. ask her it's again, she goes, "No, it worked perfectly." You're crazy, Sam. You were a child, which could very well be the case. Yeah, but if it's her, it's probably more erratic. <laughs> well, she was also a child, yet she's in her thirties at that time. All right. Well, let's take it's a break. Kind of like me. Kind of. <laughs> All right, we're gonna go to break, and on our way to break, we're finally gonna check out this "Shock the Monkey" by Cole Chamber Good. and Ozzy. Here we go. Definitely some Ozzy in there. (laughs) We'll be back. (laughs) Yeesh. Hey there, Melody Makers. Welcome to Couple of Critics Podcast presents... Guess That Melody! It's the game where each person has to guess the melody of a song they've never heard before, just by reading the lyrics. We've each chosen a song that the other doesn't know, and have given them only the lyrics so each person can take a blind stab at the melody of the chorus of their song. Is Sam a regular songbird with a natural talent and eye for musical arrangements? Is Michelle going to stomp that ginger bird into the dirt? Listen on and see who can... Guess that melody! Hey there, fart knockers and fuck faces. (laughs) It's Guess That Melody. (laughs) Welcome! Welcome, welcome. It's fun, we're doing it again! We are back, we are here to hopefully uh, sideswipe the other person with some random chorus. I would love if one of us just completely nails it. <clears throat> we'll see one what happens. One of these times. You know when that's going to happen is when the other one secretly knows what it is. Yeah, that's Boom. very true. Because I've thought about sneaking in ones of bands that I've given you. <laughs> okay. And that you wouldn't, you would completely not know. That's and then be like, true. you actually heard this song. Yeah. Which actually I think might have happened with Pantera, so never mind. It's very possible, but I did it. In the wrong style anyway. So, again, we are back with Guess That Melody. And we, like I said, we each provide each other with a chorus that the other person is unfamiliar with. I can't say has never heard of because you never know what has happened. We're Neither one of us have great memories, but we are here to uh, just... Throw some shit at the wall and see what sticks. So uh, you want me to go ahead and get this started with what I'm sending mm-hmm. you, Sam? Send me the lyrics. Mm-hmm. I will receive them through the airwaves. And then I will... Oh, I just received them, everyone. That's how fast <laughs> Verizon is. Ooh, Verizon. Okay. 
Oh. There are four references in this. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to read them out loud for everyone. Here, yeah. I dreamed about a girl who is a mix of Destiny's Child. Just a little touch of Madonna's wild style. Okay. I bet wild. Okay. Style with Janet Jackson's smile. Throw anybody like Jennifer's. You've got the star of my liquid dream. <laughs> Yours is way funnier than mine is. Um, I, I've sang this to you so many times. I feel like but I don't this expect is, you to remember it. I feel like I. It felt familiar, and I also feel like it has to. Madonna's wild and Destiny's child has to rhyme, which means style is going to rhyme with with Janet Jackson's smile. I think. Well, we'll see how this goes. I'm very anxious for the. I have no idea who the artist is. Okay. Are you ready to guess that uh, melody, I'm or do you need me to beep boop pop 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 pop? Take some time. I don't want to give you any ideas though, so I don't want to get too crazy. I just want to do this okay here i go i dreamed about a girl who's a mix of destiny's child just a little touch of madonna's wild style with janet jackson's smile throwing a body like jennifer's you got the star of my liquid dream <laughs> <laughs> i love that insanely uh, but i'm gonna have to tell you you're definitely off i know i was really <laughs> off but i had a really fun time sometime we should go back and like take the guesses oh. and then put music to them <laughs> that would be uh-huh <laughs> i'm i'm interested in that idea i should get on that uh i'm gonna go ahead and play for you sam <sighs> the song liquid dreams of course okay. by the boy band o-town here we o -Town. go lay it on me <laughs> My liquid dreams. <laughs> I, I got. I feel like I was. You know, I wasn't too. It wasn't too bad. It wasn't terrible, but you made it sound more like a, like, definitely a black man, potentially rapping it. Oh, I felt more like a Michael McDonald while I was doing it. Now that's not what it Did came. You like a girl a mix of destiny child. Oh, okay. That's not <laughs> how I was hearing it. I guess that's probably not how I did it at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is it my turn? It sure is. Did so. you disconnect from the source? No, I'm in the process right now. It has happened. It is a good time for you to go ahead and send me those lyrics. Okay, I'm double checking in. Turn on your headphones. You son of a bitch. I might have to edit a little bit of this. That sounds like it. <laughs> I mean, I don't hear anything, so it sounds like nothing. Other than room echoes, because we don't do this in a good sound space. Everyone is enjoying this. They're like, hey, I'm glad they took the time to do this. It's not wasting my time at all. I don't know why you would take this out, because I sound fucking fantastic. It's just very wet with Kool-Aid. 
Okay. Got it connected. Mm-hmm. We are ready. Are you ready for lyrics to come your way, Michelle? This is a definite yes. Okay. I'm ready for this to go. Boom. Let the speed of Verizon be on your side. All right. I received it. Let's see. Your lyrics were way funnier. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, what you got? I got, are you ready? Wait, are you ready to go? Because I'm ready to go. What you gonna do, baby? Are you... (laughs) What you gonna do, baby, baby? Are you going with me? Because I'm going with you. It's the end of all time. Yeah. Yeah, what do you think? I don't... don't, mm -hmm. Got any feelings? No. Let's see. I need need a second, so you need to waste a little bit of time. Okay, I'll vamp for everyone. For those who know... They are squirming in their seats. They're thinking, Michelle, Michelle, you don't know this one? Okay, I think I got something. Okay. It's probably right. totally wrong, but I got something. I'm, I'm loving it. Go for it. Give uh, it to me. Are you ready to go? Because I'm ready to go. I <laughs> do, baby, baby. Are you going with me? Because I'm going with you. It's the end of all time. I have no idea. Are you ready to go? Because I'm ready to go. What you got to do, baby, baby? Are you going with me? Because I'm going with you. It's the end of all time. While, while that was uh, beautiful, <laughs> gorgeous in every way, I must tell you that you are not correct. Well, of course I'm not. Okay. I'm going to, before I play this, no, let's just play. Here you go first. Boom. It's a band called Power Man 5000 when worlds collide. Do you remember that band at all? Mm-hmm. Of course I do. Do you know who the lead singer of that band is? Yeah. Rob Zombie's brother. I'm sure that's how he loved to be loves to be referenced. Is it really? Yeah, it's really Rob Zombie's brother. So it's got a whole Rob Zombie. Don't you think it had a Rob Zombie sound it to sure it? Sure did. That's why I didn't enjoy it. Then <laughs> look at the lyrics. They're also very Rob Zombie-ish there too. Baby, baby. Baby, baby. <laughs> are you ready to go? <laughs> I like that better. Because I'm ready to go. What you going to do, baby? Baby, baby, are you going with me? Because I'm going with you. It's the end of all time. Stop for <laughs> I loved it. All right. That's it. Neither of us uh, got it. Well, we never do. No. And it's a fun. We don't intend fun. to win. We no. just. Uh, one of us is going to win one of these days. We're here to play. <laughs> and thanks for hanging out with us. Thank you. Uh, get ready to come back into the podcast. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Oh, we are back. Is this Devil Driver? No. Uh, I mean, you would think so by the way it sounds. This was the fourth and final Coal Chamber album. This song is called Empty Handed. The album was called Rivals. Interesting. It sounds like Devil Driver. It does have a heavier sound for sure. Yeah. I wanted to... I didn't know... The, I didn't even know they came out with a fourth and final album. I said that earlier. Well, I know. But that was the, like, 2015. That's where I learned it from, was from you. Oh, okay. So that's why I wanted to check it out. Okay. Sorry. I had no idea what it was going to sound like. I was... They got rid of the, like, bass sound. 
Well, with current production the shit. corn sound? Yeah. yeah. Let's keep that fucking slappity bass gone. They didn't want to keep that new metal sound because it was long gone in 2015. Yeah, but that's what they are, you know? Not everyone's okay with staying in a bubble, Sam. <laughs> but but they went but, into but, another but, bubble. It sounds like every other metal band. I'm saying if they I, would no, have stayed disagree. with the slapping bass, they would have just sounded still like corn, but they wouldn't have sounded like every other metal band. Yeah, but I guess they just doesn't. wanted that band to change as well, and then we're like, oh, we can't man- maintain this. It almost sounds like he was just like, Des said, hey, I got a guy who does all our Devil Driver recordings, let's just go to him. And then, Well, he wouldn't production. have been responsible for the sound itself, though. Like, yeah, it's part of it, but they would have still had some sort of input of what they wanted it to sound like, right? Uh, if you're going to a producer and recording engineer, you pretty much get the sound that they give you. Hmm. There's a lot of bands that don't know what their sound is. It was the producer that tells them what their sound is. Or the recording engineer who does what he can do, and that's their sound. But isn't the producer stepping in and helping finance them because they already like what they had, what they heard? The producer sometimes puts his money down because he sees potential of what he wants. Okay, that makes sense. If he goes... I know this corn sound is hot. I want my own corn. These kids have the drive and the gumption, and they're this fucking close. I can get them there. I want my own corn. And then he goes, hey, this is the guy that recorded him. Get in there. This is the recorner. Yeah, the recorner. Yeah. I liked that. Welcome to my world. I don't like it. Welcome. I don't like it at all. <laughs> it suits you well. Being right. a dum-dum? <laughs> yeah. All right, we're I like back. that. You're like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We are back for the attack. We're listening to Cole Chambers' first album from 1997. I'm sure you have a butt crack hanging out based on how I can see your side a little bit. I'm sure there's I a crack do out a there. A bit. And the album's called Cold Chamber, and the next song we're going to get into is called uh, American Puto. That's what I would. That's what I would say. Oh, American Puto. Oh, American Puto. It's a forty-second, forty-six-second-long thing that we're gonna let. How do you think they get that sound? It's reverse Shh. reverb. Oh, okay. Yeah, as soon as you said reverse, that is what it sounds like. We're just gonna let the next song play, which is I. It's just gonna go into it. No point in stopping this song. And this... I wasn't a single, or it was? Oh, I don't I'm think sorry. so. Sorry, it's not early at all. The singles that were released, the three that were released, were Loco, Big Truck, and Sway. Songs we've all heard from the front part of the album, which makes sense to me. Here we go. Now that part, it's like a tool sound to me, this. Yeah, that makes sense. It has that dirty sound, that almost industrial t- like tone. And the the guy's drums. I want to talk about the dude's drums. His snare drum. This is a time when everyone's snare is real high and pingy, like. Ping. You hear it? It'll go again. God damn it! Now. I believe you. Here. It's much higher, and you can hear like a like a high pitch ring to it. It's a it's if you're like a dude who records or mixes or pays attention to like what drum sounds actually are, 
It's very interesting because you can tell eras of metal by what the drums sound like. Like, in the mid-80s, metal snares had a lot of fucking reverb on them for some reason. Uh, you never really hear much reverb on a snare nowadays, at least not like you did in the 80s. No. So do people just not like to use that sound anymore, no, or does it, it sound so too dated? like cheesy? You know, like you hear old '80s rock and roll things, and it'd be like, oh, like huge, mm-hmm. echoey hall sound on the snare. Yeah. And especially when you're getting intricate, and you're doing like fast shit, and you want them to hear like, you know, you have a bunch of reverb. It just sounds like a fucking mess. So sometimes guys don't have any reverb on it. But reverb on a snare can really help add atmosphere to your mix. Yeah, oh God, let me shoot myself in the fucking head over there. Why, because you got technical? I like Fuck. getting technical, but not for people that are here to listen to us. Fuck! Fuck is like the main word you say when you're in this kind of band. Fuck! Yeah, but it's so... Tough sounding. Fuck. Fuck. Oh yeah, there's certain syllables that when you're like real into it, you overpronounce. I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna kill you. Now what? Syll- what words would not work? Like you can't put a hard G on something like. Oh God. Yeah, you can. Ow. My gonads. <laughs> Itch. My gonads itch all the time. Oh, would you like to tell your story about the a child oh God, at the restaurant the earlier? Speaking of gonads, I didn't, I didn't know if I should tell this story. <laughs> all I, I'll just, I'm not gonna go into detail. There were, there's not technically a lot of detail anyway. It's just that this family came in. We were eating dinner. We were, uh, we went to a restaurant. They didn't come into our house. Oh yeah, we went out to eat, <laughs> and this boy was sitting on the end closest to me and he would sit for the most part with both hands in his pockets and his hands were moving the way you just said that made it sound like the kid was sitting right next to you no but he was the closest to me in the family like he was facing me he was like two tables down you had a direct line to see this kid yes and you could see him playing pocket pool the whole time yeah he shoved his hands in both pockets and shoved him towards the front of him as much as they could those were some stretchy shorts. Much like Chuck Berry, he wanted to play with this ding-a-ling-a-ling. But while his mom was sitting right there drinking a beer, I don't know. That's weird. It was like a family. It was There were like eight people at the table. It seemed very inappropriate. I didn't like that I could even see it. I eventually brought it up to you. And uh, I would have been happier forgetting about it. But now well, it'll be gone. I wanted forever. to bring it up because I thought it'd be funny now to tell you that maybe 40 seconds before that, I was messing around with my own gonads and repositioning them. And then you're like, this kid has his hands in his pocket and is playing with his stuff. And I was thinking, I just had my hand in my pocket moving my stuff. I believe that most guys, you know, probably need to because it's not like you, we at least get to wear a brawl to hold our hangy things closer to us. But you're supposed to have underwear. Yeah, That's what they make that I'm for. Flying free. But uh, that kid probably had underwear, but he probably still liked. I he think, he needed to move things around. I think that kid and I were touching our things for different reasons. Your thingies. Mine was for comfort and sitting prowess. Was his, his like was, a punishment to his, himself. His was for 
I've got one of these. I'm going to constantly check it out. Look at, look at what it does when you do this. Ah! This is way more than I wanted to talk about this child. <laughs> That's why I keep talking about it. It is not good for me. All right, let's I feel nauseous. On. Let's move on to the next song. It's called Cock. Oh, wait. Sorry. Clock. My mistake. It was a mistake. Did you like that? No. The joke was the mistake. It was a mistake. Uh, this is stupid. When he comes in, he's like, TikTok, TikTok. I'm surprised that hasn't been used in a viral video. TikTok, TikTok. Uh, I don't know if Cold Chamber is necessarily cool with people. Although, I'm all about the tone, too. I think the tone is heavy as shit. Even the guitar. Are you, you're specifically talking about the guitar? I think there is new metal tones that were fucking amazing. Like System of a Down's first album. They had a clear, tight uh, sound. Horns sound like... Even if you don't like the clackety bass, the guitar tone was fucking big. And it was like... Like this? This doesn't sound bad, yeah. This sounds fucking heavy. Like Static X, they got a great tone. I, this is like right before they start trying to figure out digital and everything's digital. This is recording the tape. They're playing a real fucking amp. So seasoned guys that know how to get these huge sounds. They take out my penis clock. Take out my penis clock. My penis clock. That's what I hear. I love it. That's what I'm going to say from now on. Take out my penis clock. It tells time. It's not like... Like a flavor flave, you just have a clock around your penis. I would assume that you lay your penis on a clock and it just magically like sets itself oh. to the correct time. Oh, so it's like your cock is a sundial. Yes, gotcha. I love it. I guarantee there exists a cock sundial out there. Of course, there <laughs> has to be. You just fucking put a dildo on a real sundial and you're done. Over. It's over. Forget about it. Forget about it. It's nothing. You got a dildo in your yard. I gotta say that the back half of this album, it's just not as strong. They definitely knew that their strong ones were with their singles that they put out. I mean, in the first six songs, you have all the singles. Uh, you singles. have that a lot, though. Yeah. I've noticed more from doing this podcast that a lot of albums do seem to front load front load quite a bit. It's probably the smarter idea than to try and pepper them throughout, even though I've said that maybe that is the smarter idea. Yeah. But maybe if you pepper them throughout, you you get tired of it sooner and you're not even going to make it to the end of the album and potentially miss out on a goddamn banger. A banger. That was a weird... uh, an accent. I don't know. It sounded like Michael Caine came into the room for a second kind to me. Kind of bounced. I don't really hear all this clock talk. We all don't the need clock, clock talk. talk. Oh, man. That sounds like a boring show. Kind of like ours. <laughs> that was a dig on us. It by sure me. was. Just building that grave in the ground. I'm building that grave. Mm-hmm. With I the gotta, digs. I got to ask you a question. Okay. You don't like any of this, really, right? No, not really. There, is there any redeeming anything to this? I think that I agree that the tones are good. Okay. Like I said, I I appreciate the percussion, but it's not so heavy. I like that things are clear. Uh, I don't I don't hate the overall sound, but I 
I don't really like the vocals. You prefer corn, don't you? Do you prefer the real corn over corn light, as you said the other day? Yeah, maybe, but I don't know that I really want to make that distinction. Or is that nostalgia? You have more linked to corn than you do Cold Chamber by far. Yeah, I don't. I would. I guess I would go with corn because this feels more like a. We're gonna. We want to be corn number two. So I guess in that aspect, I would say I would prefer corn. I guess because I also think that even though I don't necessarily love the sound, I think that Jonathan Davis can do some interesting things with his voice, and it is interesting to listen to versus someone who sounds like they're just kind of doing every once in a while their take on it. So yeah, I guess just go with the original. Were you? Is this miserable for you? No. Okay. I never said that. I said I. I, have, I didn't know if it was. This no. is way easier than like fetus, dying fetus, or cannibal corpse, or anything like that. Heavy metal is definitely probably my least favorite thing that we do. Oh, for sure. No yeah. question. And it's the most I give you. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's the thing that you like the most, it which is. is interesting because I I think that I try to give you things more that I. I think would be easier for you, which is also why I think it's crazy when you say that there's so little to choose from still, as far as you're concerned, because there's so many things that, that we both enjoy that you could give. Nah. So, okay. Who cares? <laughs> Fuck it. Maybe I'll change what I was going to give you. Maybe I'll find something real awful. Well, you want to go ahead and, uh, no, well, not, not awful, I'm but not something that you, you won't that like. Awful. I'm giving you things that I, desperately think of and go fuck well, what here we go there are things there are all kinds of things that i love that i don't i'm just like sam would hate this let's see celine dion <laughs> continue sam fuck. this whole podcast is just my frustration love it this is so lame you want an opinion this right here is specifically dumb But then it changes. Uh, he loves that effect. He's got it on the whole album. I can tell that he had it live in his ears so he could just sit there in the studio and go, and so, and so he can hear his breathing so he knows it's going to work. Sound up, sounds pretty decent. <laughs> yeah, I can hear the pain in that. This is, this is a big pain song. That streak, you know, we are talking about earlier where it's like, that break in the voice, as you said. Mm-hmm. I want to show emotion. That's what I want. I want you to hear that I'm yelling. They definitely want to hear the hurt. They want people to hear the hurt. I'm not just mad. Again, I'm mad because I'm hurt. Just a I hurt. I'm mad. I hurt. I'm so mad. Maybe he really hurt. That's the thing, too. It's like... Well, Jonathan Davis was fucked, wasn't he? (laughs) I think a lot of things also go through a process because you feel more wounded in the beginning and then you get to a point where you're fucking mad and you feel like you have kind of taken the power back. So I'm not, I don't necessarily, I'm not talking shit when I say that. But we're just pointing out that it's emotional. It, that it seems like they're making the point to sound emotional, not just mad. Like, they want it to sound like there's 
they're giving you a reason, I guess. Not just like, I'm mad, but I'm a wounded person, and I'm trying to take that back. And to me, I don't know if anybody else feels this, but to me, it feels like an adolescent hurt as well. Like the tone of going, that, that feels more like a teenager. It does have a more adolescent. Yeah. yeah, but it also seems like it's not the beginning of the process. I guess it depends on what happens to you, though. But some people, if they are hurt, they're immediately mad. I'm not necessarily like that. So I would. I, that's why I would think maybe the hurt was what they stewed in first, and then it got to a point of being like, no, fuck you, because yeah. I kind of feel like that. Like, for a long time, it was, I was, I'm, this happened to me. This is who I am. I'm built from this, and it's it's sad. And now it's, fuck you. How dare you have done that to me? Yeah. Like, I was a whatever. Like, I just have a different perspective. I think that's a healthier perspective, by I the way. I think so, too. And I think a lot of people go through it. It just takes people different amounts of time. So, yeah, I'm sure Jonathan Davis was affected and, like, weird and depressed and stuff when he was a kid and then got to a point when, it w- when he was an adult and could look at something from a different perspective, he got fucking mad. And especially when he becomes a parent himself. Yeah. So I guess I guess and I, I don't just... know what happened to Des if there's like with the coal chamber. I don't know if he's pulling from something too. I feel like I just broke something open in myself though with the way that I see this stuff. Really? Just I uh, giving people more credit because all this all usually comes from something unless you're just trying to follow a scene and just do what everyone else is doing. It seems that if it's genuine, it is an actual, like, it's a a physical representation of someone going through the motions and growing and, I don't know what you would say, but just, there are definitely stages with a lot of things, not just with grief or whatever there are stages in a lot of things and how we look at things when we get older and we have different perspectives it's easy when you're young and something happens to you where it's like why would you do that to me i'm just a kid and then like i said later it's fuck you why did you do that that i was just a a fucking kid (laughs) like it does it does change in you uh i'm gonna bring this up that i think new metal and bands like this uh, they are much more open about their actual emotions. I think so, too. Where bands like Cannibal Corpse never talk about their own emotions. It's all story writing. It's all, here's a situation that I'm going to write about. This is nothing about my personal life in it. Nothing at all? You don't think anything draws Not from Cannibal it? Corpse? No, it's all about digging up bodies brutality. and fucking them. Yeah, it's, it's all about brutality Let's and killing. Let's fucking hope not. Yeesh. Yeah. Oh, it's all about hanging up bodies and fucking them. But bands like Korn, bands like uh, Slipknot, uh, Cold Chamber, may, they are definitely more from an emotional standpoint, which probably lends easier to a less thrash metal world. Like, you're going to, if you're an emotional person and you want to put that out in your art, you're going to want waves. Yeah. Like you said earlier, to build on your point of, like, you want more from a band. You're saying, like... Want more, can... more depth or something? Yeah, yeah. So if you are a more emotional person, you're probably going to find yourself in more of a band that will allow you to go with the ebbs and flows. Whereas a guy like me, whose emotions are really just 
I mean, I guess it's all stemmed from sadness. But my emotions are usually anger. It doesn't necessarily mean that it all comes from sadness. But when you said, what did you say? Something about, what, what does a person automatically get mad when someone hurts them? Not everyone does. I, no, but I was thinking, what do I do? And I feel like I probably get mad first before I, like I'm a defensive person. That's mm-hmm. what I thought of. Like, if you say, oh, is that quite right? I get, I go to, fuck you. Get the fuck out of here before I go. I don't know. Let me check it out. Ah. Well, I th- I, and I think that part of that defense has been built over time. But I, I mean, not necessarily for you, but for other people. Because I think that I'm may- way more defensive now than I was when I was a kid. I wonder if you get more defensive as you get older because you're, you've been trying to work on things for longer. Yeah, so when somebody sh- like brings it into question, you're like, I've been doing this for 40 years, motherfucker. <laughs> and yeah. not just like a craft. I mean like living for mm-hmm. 40 years and even if you're wrong you still have like this backed up sense of even if it's wrong god damn it i've been here for 40 years give me a break yeah yeah weird how did we get on this conversation i don't even remember Ooh, let's, let's get out of it let's though. listen to a 44 second song called a mirror of the desert they used to make my friends and i laugh so hard and now it might be a little racist uh-huh. it's called a I'd mirror so. of the desert <laughs> I heard it a little bit differently with 2021 ears. That happens, for sure. Let's let the lyrics shine through. I don't think it's funny, but it did initially kind of make me like... This is what I always used to make me laugh. laugh. This part... It, when I heard it too, I, I laughed, but I was like, my God, like, this is awful. But it still made me laugh because it's like, Jesus Christ. And then he says, come to my desert, gonna circumcise you. Of course, that part's gonna be funny to little boys. Yeah, but we always laughed at the. And now I realize it's like a uh, Middle Eastern kind of thing. Oh, it sure is. And I never, ever, ever knew that. And I forgot the song existed, and I heard it, and I went for to listen, listening to it for this podcast. (laughs) I heard it, and I went, oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. This is actually. That's a little racist. Whatever. Then I still laugh, because I can imagine Kenton and I in the backseat of a certain lady named Carol's, Carol. He who, he, Carol, he who shall not be named. It's, <laughs> it's that's too much. That, that, that is a route. That is that is all signs just uh, not existing, and all of these roads just yeah. ending together. And then there's just a big pile up, and everyone's dead. Is what it sounds like is happening with you trying to. Well, anyway, make Mrs. sense of this. Miss, Miss Ernie was driving the car around. That makes and, sense. And Kent and I would be in the back, and uh, he who shall not be named would be in the front, and that would be playing, and we'd go. I'm sure Carol loved it. She'd be like, oh, what's that? I'm going to say something. Carol loved me and hated Kent. So if I was in the car, she was like happy. But from all uh, accounts from Kent, if it was just Kent, she was bitter and mean. Do you know why? Because I'm polite and I know how to read the room better. (laughs) Was that mean? (laughs) 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 Oh my god! I, I didn't. 
minute. It was a joke. Oh, God. Let's get through this. I'm sorry, Ken. We have two more tracks. <laughs> yeah, butt fuck you. All right, let's go on. We got Just some. kidding. I'm going to do my impression of Matt Pinfield now. We got Ooh. Cole Chambers' Dreamtime. This album came out in 1977. 1997. I mean, I'm being fired as Matt Pinfield. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, I wish this song came in way fucking louder. The beginning. You can fix that, though. No. Nah. It's just how the song is. It's got to get ready to go. Um, it's not a volume issue. It's a production issue. Corn. Big time. I know I've said it like 16 times and everyone says it, but corn. <laughs> but this, I can just see corn jamming on this. I can see monkey and head. Oh, can you see uh, Jonathan Davis bent over, stomping his feet with a yes. kilt on? Yes. Okay. Holding hold the microphone stand, like, still, but his hands are up on it, and he's doing that lean over. That made uh, 14-year-old goth wannabe girls so do you like slip this song? off the floor. Because you said something about how you think that it's not as good in the later half of the album. Do you like this song? Or just, is this kind of like... It's okay. Meh to you. It's just meh by this point. But you like all of it, essentially. I don't dislike any of it. Would you listen to the whole thing if you were listening to the album, or would you cut it short? I wouldn't stop it. Now, if I got somewhere and I only got six of the tracks in, I'm not going to pick it back up. Does that make sense? But if I'm driving somewhere and the whole album played, then boom, I'm in. But the first six tracks are really what, like, I think I listened to when I was younger. I think I did stop it when I was younger. Because when I was younger, I didn't really listen to full albums. I really more listened to, like, three songs that I liked mm-hmm. and stopped. And now, of course, I'm a very I'm an album-based man. Even if I don't necessarily like all the songs, I pretty much listen to albums. And learn to, like... The other songs. Yeah. But I just think this song, it's missing the appeal that I think Cole Chamber has. I think Cole Chamber's appeal is very rhythmic, make you bounce. Does this just feel more standard to this you? This just feels this fillery to me, I guess. It's more of a new metal standard than it actually being something that shows you their sound. Because I think I, this sounds a little more... I would say that it sounds more kind of like a new metal band. Like, I guess I, the way that I was saying that was kind of coming from my perspective. I would say a less energetic new metal band. They just have done things that... Like, with the emotional things and the singing and stuff, that you just don't hear that as much at this point. It's more just like... Bleh, bleh, bleh. Like, oh, that like, too. Just kind of a sound. Yeah, it's. A, I never even thought or about. Maybe the it's just a different it. mood, and maybe. And I think it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be more like a anger than hurt. A brood, yeah. like a brooding thing, instead of a an all-out rage and you know fucking shit up. Or a party. Some of these songs feel like a party. Like the song "Big Truck" feels like a party to me. It doesn't feel like an angsty anger anthem. Yeah. It feels like we're having that fun. That makes sense. And then some songs sound like an angsty. Still fun and like energetic, and then others feel like a brood, and this feels like a brood. But I gotta say that I love Jazz's voice. 
no matter what, on most albums. I think his highs, the, I think those are supreme. Now, I think the Molly Hatchet is a little ridiculous and even more ridiculous than I remember. But he kind of loses that in Devil Driver. It's more of a low growl, like traditional death metal. <laughs> Let's get back to the traditions. The metal traditions. Metal traditions. Ooh, jazzing metal it up a little bit. Oh, yeah. Metal traditions. Hey. Metal traditions. Uh, I got metal. Put a spike. Take on my wrist and then I go to the bar and buy some PBR. And then I go home and drink it myself. And then I get out my mom's black and white makeup and put it on my face. And then I make a real angry face into the mirror and wake up with makeup on my pillow. Where my mom gets mad, she says, why did you get the makeup on the pillow? I didn't buy that for you to do that, you son of a bitch. Get out of my house. And that's how metal was born. <laughs> we got one more song. It's called Pig. There's a hidden song at the end. I guess we're going to listen to it. It's let's not just, really worth it to me. Let's but, just do this. But let's do it. This is a song called Pig. It's interesting because when Sam sent me, he shared this album with me. It was actually from this song. So when he sent this to me, it was th- this song just started playing. And I was like, huh. This reminds me of when my sister would try and... Uh, torment me with the song Piggies by the Beatles and she would just write all over my diary and scribble on stuff and have you seen the little piggies it was a complete accident I thought I was sending you the whole album it's fine I, I know I'm a fat you pig. A pig I'm fine being a fat pig no I'm not I hate it I uh, love this song I would have to do some research on my own I don't know if this is an act- if this is actually a commentary on this style because I don't know if this style of vocal was around yet. But in grindcore and like certain types of speed metal and death metal, there was a thing called pig squeals. It sounded like pui, pui, pui. we would always okay. say pui. Okay. You've heard us probably say that. I've before. heard something about that. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if this is his commentary. I'm just making fun of guys who did that. But I don't think it existed. Or if he just realized I can do pig sounds. And it's how I figured out how to do this anyway. And just wanted to write a song about a pig. Because he does talk about pigs. Oh, here, pig, pig. Sweet, sweet. Oh, we got a change up. Some difference happening. Ring the alarm. I do like these rhythms. It's, it's, I, I, yeah, I understand. I don't like this part. It's like, I mean, I'm okay with this part. Yeah, but just like the underlining, just it has a very metal sound. It's almost pretty fucking metal, dude. Dun, 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 dun. Like that's just. Oh yeah. It's just like the what would you say? It's like a skeleton of metal. To go, dun, dun. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, open the lowest note that's on your guitar and just go. Dun, dun, dun. Most, a lot of new metal is just let's figure out, and a lot of metal in general is let's figure out a rhythm. But we're gonna play just this one note 
So we're just going to figure out a rhythm to go. Sounds like rhythm is a dancer to me. What's that? Rhythm is a dancer. I wish I knew what that was. You don't remember the song Rhythm is a Dancer? No. Well, if you feel like looking it up, it, it wouldn't hurt you, but you don't have to. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> a little new splash of a vocal tone in there. I think I also like older albums like this too because newer metal sounds so polished and overproduced. Seems like back in the 90s, if something sounded weird, they were okay with it. It was kind of like... <laughs> oh, I fucking hate shit like that. That was the worst, I would I say, like... on the whole album. And I will say that we do have a, a break here, and then we have uh, some chitting and chatting. And yeah. I've never listened to this whole thing. No, I don't want to listen to it right now. And then stop. We can. We don't have to listen to the... Fuck yeah. You guys can figure out the special song on your own. Right? Yeah. Do you hear that? No. Okay. Something happened? Yeah, in my headphones, it was just... It kind of went back and forth Is between... Is it fine now? It's fine now. Okay. All right, so that's Cold Chamber, because we're not doing the special secret track there. No, we're finished with that. I, I want to let you hear Rhythm as a Dancer for a second. Oh, wait, you're... I'll look it up right now. Oh, you want to do that? Yeah, Rhythm is a Dancer. You'll remember it from the... By Snap? Yes, from the intermediate school gym, when we had to walk around. Okay. You'll remember it for sure. So far, I do not remember it. Is this ever going to take uh, off here? I think this is a longer version. There's a seven-inch edit, which is probably what we what we were more familiar with on the radio. <laughs> but here it, oh, it'll start. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This song? Of course I know this song. I don't know how you couldn't. Rhythm is a dancer. I've always called that the throat bass drum. This just sounds like a large frog. (laughs) Alright, you can get this shit out of here because it's technically to the part of the podcast where... <laughs> I wanted to hear more. Oh, that was an interesting laugh. It's time to go over some questions. It's time to go over questions. You ask them to me. And what do I say? Answers. Okay, so Sam, why did you choose this, even though the answer is going to be the same as it usually is? A scramble. We were doing the last podcast. I said something about the band Coal Chamber, and I'd say about five minutes before that, I had realized, oh, fuck, I'm supposed to think of an album. And then I said Coal Chamber, and I said to myself right then and there, Sam, that's the answer, Coal Chamber. Okay, that works. So what do you think that I thought before you gave it to me? Ah, fuck, more metal, I'm sure, but... You probably didn't really know what to expect. I don't think you... I think with the name, you didn't think it was automatically like a death metal band. Like, Cold Chamber doesn't sound... 
Yeah, I don't even remember. I mean, going into my judgment prior to listening to it, I thought I would be more familiar with it because I had heard of them. But it turns out I don't know any or didn't know any of the songs before this. How many times did you listen to this? I listened to this about six times. Ooh, you gave it quite the spin. I did. I was jamming on it, and it actually made me listen to about three other albums that I forgot that I liked a lot. Oh, well, there you go. And then I blew my throat out a little bit at work because I was literally at work like, yeah! (laughs) It was a good time. Uh, Did it bring anything to the surface of what you could potentially give me in the future? No. All right, so I listened to this three times. Sam, when it comes to (laughs) most and least favorite songs, I'm obviously not saying this with any amount of... um, uh, God, I always lose this word confidence. Uh, that's because I'm not familiar with it. <laughs> um, that makes a lot of sense. So the this is based on the fact that I don't think that you're as into the album in the end. Uh, a Mirror of the Desert is barely a song. I know you used to like it more. Uh, I, I, I originally wrote Pig, but I scribbled it out and I put Dream Time. What is your least favorite song? Michelle, I'm going to give it to you. Dream Time is definitely uh, what I'm going to choose. I'm not... These songs aren't miserable for me. It's just... I just... It's just what's memorable. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't tickle my fancy as much as the other ones. And that's I, why I chose those. I never think of this you. song... Uh, it would never be pig because I do like the yeah, pig, 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 pig. <laughs> yeah. I do like that. That's why I changed my mind. I, I just didn't feel. It was also the way you were talking, I think, during the song. And that always has, you know, if, if you're paying attention, that's how you usually pick that. Sam, what do you think my least favorite song is? I think your least favorite song is pig. No, it's not. Damn it. I even pressed play on pig because I thought for sure. I know. I saw song. you reaching for it. No, it's. um. It's another song that I feel is very juvenile, and I'm trying to be a big, tough man. It's Big Truck! What? Oh, my God. I don't know what to say. I'm a man! I'm a man! Move! Man! 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 Um, When it comes to most favorite song... I wrote that down as what I think is your most favorite song. I think you like Big Truck the most. It's one of my favorites, and it might have been the answer before we actually listened to this. Okay. But I think my favorite song in the long run is actually a song called Sway. I love this part. It's stuck in my head so fucking easy. But I do love Big Shark. I love Big Shark. <laughs> I've referenced Big Shark for a long time. I have been... You've probably heard me go, Big Shark. <laughs> Possibly. I don't know. A lot of things. I hate when I say something. I go, I'll go, Big Shark. <laughs> and I fucking edit this stuff. And I do the video shit for it. And I see myself do it. And I'm like... No wonder you guys don't have a lot of views here, but it's you. It's you, you fucking asshat. It's funny. We have so few followers on our YouTube page, which, by the way, check out YouTube, even though I don't know that we're giving you much this episode. Uh, but we had someone unsubscribe from us recently, so it's noticeable <laughs> enough uh, be it because it's such a small number. So that's fun. So, Sam, what do you think my most favorite song is on this album? You know what? I have no idea because there was no time that you perked up. That's true. 
and we're actually like overly positive about something. You, there's times where you said what you liked about the things, but uh-huh. there's not a song that I remember. I think that's fair. That I did that. Because there wasn't anything that really stood out to me yeah, either. It's, it's so it's not, more just a guess. It's obviously not Big Truck. It can't be my most and least favorite song. Um, I'm going to say Loco. No, it's not. I have no idea. What are we going? I went with Clock. Clock? Really? I don't know if that's really even what I feel, but it had like a, I don't know. I don't know why I chose that. We'll just, I'm going with Clock. I'm going to let it play for a second because I want to see if there's something Okay, I thought it had like an interesting vibe to it. It had a lot of energy. It does. And I think it doesn't feel, it doesn't. There's not a whole lot of like sadness in this. No, and I feel not like so far. the hurt is something that I just don't oh. kind of get behind as much. This the song sounds like Tool or White Zombie. And maybe I like it because it sounds less like them. Even though I still think he has that Jonathan Davis sound when he's like oh, yeah. doing that part that we just heard. In that, I'm telling you that fucking uh, microphone effect. It, you can just. He also has that vibrato you, too. You can just. So, you just whine. You're like this. Sounds like That's very accurate. So, how old were you when you started listening to it? Was it when it came out? Or was I'm it a little down the line? Yes, yes. Because it was softer. This for came your... out after "Follow the Leader" by Corn. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure I'm into music like this after that album comes out. Okay. Or maybe even, you know what? Here's the real check. I'm going to see when the first Slipknot album came out. Even though we've recently done these albums and I don't remember any no, of this stuff. but I'm, I know I'm not good at remembering dates. But I know it all falls within the same <coughs> timeline, oh, I feel like. You're all right. I've been having this tickle, this... uh. It's a change of the seasons Ooh, for us, so there's a lot of snot and sinus drainage that's been going on in my life. I got into this stuff way later than I thought. Slipknot's first album came out in 1999. Okay. So Slipknot's really like when I get into So it would have been world. 99 because that's when like Korn would have been on like TRL and shit with like follow the leader and that I stuff guess. would have been out around that time I think I feel like it was Man, look up follow the leader would that have been your first follow porn album came out before ninety seven no it didn't oh man I feel like that came out ninety eight ninety nine as well okay ninety eight yeah follow that's leader came out all in that same I I yeah I think I bet so wait I said earlier that that that's that that fir- that follow the leader came out before. Cold Chamber. I thought you said that they had put out two albums. Yeah, Follow Leader was the second. No, Life is Peachy's the second Corn album. It goes Corn, Life is Peachy. Then Cold Chamber came out. Then Follow the Leader came out. Then Slipknot came out. Okay. So by the time Slipknot comes out, I'm in this world. Yeah. Okay. And I probably went back and found Cold Chamber. I probably bought like Roadrunner. Oh, was this album on Roadrunner? So you knew about this before Devil Driver became a thing in twenty in two thousand and two, or you would have oh, known. Oh, I, I was, I got, I checked out Devil Driver because of because, Colton. Okay, that's what I. Okay, what, what that? What this? Uh, okay, here's what it is. <laughs> this album, the Cold Chamber album, came out on Roadrunner. We probably got a Roadrunner DVD because Slipknot came out on Roadrunner, and we probably. 
had like a DVD of like music videos and Cold Chamber was on there or like a sampler DVD of okay. Roadrunner because what's, Slipknot was on Roadrunner. What's it's Roadrunner? All, it's a record company. Okay, thanks. Uh, I don't know exactly what all they put out, but they put out a lot of stuff. I assumed Roadrunner was some like illegal music downloading website. <laughs> That's what it sounded like to me. I mean, they've done like Slipknot, Gojira, Corey Taylor's stuff. They've done a lot of shit. All right. So how did you originally feel about this album when you first heard it? Or were first listening I think to it? I, this is probably in the time where I'm, like I said, not listening to full albums, but I really liked like Big Truck and Loco when I first heard it. I was primed for all that stuff. Okay. I wanted to be the kind of kid who would braid his hair and wear mesh shirts and put like spike bracelets on. But I never was that kid. You know, when you like see something and you're like, I think that's what I want to be like. And you're like, but that's not who I am. Yeah. Like, and then you find out quickly that you don't even want to be like that. Mm-hmm. And then you're glad you didn't do that because you would have some ridiculous photo of you with a mesh shirt on. That's what I think is interesting about you versus maybe some other kids who we had as mutual friends who kind of went through phases more or just kind of like leaned into what was kind of more big at the time like i'm i'm oh. this or i'm that like you you kind of felt more like you uh you just never conformed to a thing i kind of did for a little as bit as much spiked hair uh that was also just the style chain. of the time yeah oh yeah it wasn't just like that's just what was like in movies all of the fucking movies guys had spiky hair and yeah. stuff like that's I just i never did like the by the Lace to go under my shirt to then go over my thumb. <clears throat> I didn't go no. like full bore. No. I would wear like a chain and then I'd make my own bracelet that I shoved real nails through and then would get in trouble at school for wearing nails. <laughs> so stupid. It sounds about right though. That's exactly what happened. Why, why would some weird kid have a bunch of nails at school? Like, that's not okay. It was on my wristband. I thought it looked cool, man. <laughs> Yeah, but it's not cool. So, would you recommend <laughs> this today, Sam? Uh, to a certain person, but mostly no. I mean, I like this album still. I'm fine with it, but I don't know who I'd recommend it to. Okay. Let's say a niece came up and said, I'm starting to like Corn and Slipknot. I would maybe say, hey, you should check out Cold Chamber. I know she likes Tool. Oh, the one who I would think would. Whatever. I saw, I saw that one today. Oh, the older one? Yep. Ah. I saw her walking down the street, and I waved through my window, and she looked at me like, who the fuck is this creep? Like, didn't say it, but that's what her eyes were saying. Oh, did she not recognize She you? didn't recognize the vehicle, and then finally I stuck my head out, and I went, it's your uncle! <laughs> and then she, I saw her face brighten up and she like, started waving. <laughs> That's funny. All right. So, would I listen to this again? Of course not. But as far as rating it zero to 10 all over the rock and roll cats, I'm going to give it a four. It's not terrible, just not for me. I don't think it's as good as being a five. I don't, th- uh, but it's not bad. It's just, it's very timely sounding. Yes. Very of its time. I don't think it's something that really carries on. Um, but I don't think that they're untalented and I think for the time it makes sense. So I'm giving it a solid four. Sam, what would you rate this? I'm giving it a solid six and a half. So I'm not really. Is it half really solid? Just curious. 
I don't know. Okay, never mind. Yes. Sorry. I'm giving it a solid six and a half. Yeah. I'm not giving it a 6.375. A solid 6.5. Okay. So one word to describe Fuck. this album. When am I ever going to remember that I have to do this? I never remember it either. It's not something it's ever prepared for, which is why I think it's good because it kind of puts you on the spot. And you have to come up with something quickly. One so, word. One word. This album, Cold Chamber. Derivative. Okay. Big. Can you repeat that in a more sensible manner? Big. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Sorry, I was too close. Big. Big. Huh. Truck. I just think it has that kind of, I think a lot of it has that put on sound. Where I think it's trying to sound like a big tough guy. Every time I give you a metal album, it's always just, you want to sound tough. I think so. <laughs> Which is interesting because now we're officially done with the album and the questions. And I want to say that the conversation with you did steer me in a different direction with what I was going to give you Mother after this podcast. Fuck. It really did. I don't give you anything to make you miserable. I don't think you do. But I think that I, I give you things that are safer. That I that's think, true. You think about me more than I think about you. I think that's the case. So when you said that, I immediately thought, okay, I'm not going to be as safe with you <laughs> this time. And I'm going with what I already said. I said Celine Dion. I went in that direction. Sam, you're going to be listening to a Celine Dion album. God damn it. Are you ready when for do this? I quit this fucking podcast. It's not fair <laughs> if I have to get through all of your stuff. You're listening to this one as well. So, Sam, you will be listening to Celine Dion's 11th studio album. 11? That came out in 1992. It's about 11. <laughs> what? She had a whole french canadian career before coming to the united states when she was a teenager there better be a french canadian song on this album this is the 11th studio album this is self-titled celine dion it took her 11 albums to get to the self-title she 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 finally felt like she, she deserved the self-title did like, I like it. nine or ten albums in yeah. french I think maybe like nine. Oui, oui. So this may only be like her second English speaking album. Gotcha. So yeah, congrats. What the fuck? <laughs> I didn't think anyone. I didn't think anyone genuinely listened to Celine Dion. I thought it was a novelty. Uh, it's because she was ruined by that Titanic song. It and made by people... skits of her doing the, like Anna Gostar doing the. <sighs> yeah, it turned her into just. It was, she was lived in the shadow. Of the Titanic movie for you. And you need to understand that she was chosen because of things she did before that. So Sam... Chosen by James Cameron himself. We are going to listen to that and you can thank yourself. And uh, did nothing. <laughs> if everyone wants to check oh, us out on YouTube, was... it would be helpful. Uh, if you are a fan, give us a like. If not, give us a thumbs down. <laughs> Be honest. We're honest. We're not necessarily you, great at this. Do you know what the most comments we've gotten so far on a YouTube video are? Is you it that I'm, seen them? Is it that I'm a fatty? No, it's on the fleshlights on the fleshlight uh, video. Okay, we get a lot of 
check out more sex here kind of oh. things, and I got to delete them. <laughs> well, that's funny. Okay. I'm, right. I'm surprised I don't get more. Look at that fat fucking cunt. No, we what, don't really get any many comments. What right does she have, we would have to, to, get the views. to rate anyone? That makes sense. We definitely, <laughs> when you only get like 20 views per video, you're not really going to get too much hate unless you guys are just holding back. So. I'm just going to start making real like clickbaity titles. Click Warren Beatty titles? Click Warren Beatty titles. Yes. All right. That's all. Nah, click Ned Beatty titles. Okay. All right. You ready to go? I'm ready to get the fuck out of here. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening, like she said. We appreciate it. We'll be appreciate back next week much. to review Celine Dion. Hope you had a good Halloween, like I said. Bye. Spooky. Spooky.